The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. So, we're going out west. Uh, get get in the mood for some California mines. We're looking at the 49ers. We have the Red Sox. 49ers lead that division in terms of best odds at plus 180 to win that division. But the Rams are very close behind with their new quarterback, Matt Stafford, at plus 190. Uh, the Seahawks, plus 275. And the Cardinals at plus 650. Now, is there... It's just looking at division odds, is there any team that stands out to you? Obviously, the Rams have the new quarterback situation. 49ers, we really don't know who's going to be starting for them. Trey Lance has gotten really good reviews, it seems like, in, in training camp. Um, but we're not 100% sure with them. And the Seahawks are always going to be the Seahawks, right? As long as they have Russell Wilson, they're, they're going to be uh, one of those crazy teams that uh, – what, what's that tweet that goes around that they just never play a normal game, which is very true um, about the Seattle Seahawks. So it could be a pretty packed division out west. Yeah, I think it's a very fun division, at least just from a neutral fan perspective. I mean, all four teams kind of bring something. I don't think any of the four teams are going to be – horrible the the team with the lowest win total is the arizona cardinals and they're at eight with juice on the over and there's also some eight and a half of juice on the under so they're basically projected to be a 500 team and then you have two teams projected to win uh, 10 or 11 games in the 49ers and rams and then the seahawks are right at 10 so i think it's going to be a really interesting division um the 49ers kind of stick out to me as the team that might end up having the most upside because I thought going into this offseason, they would be a prime positive regression candidate. They won 13 games in 2019 in Kyle Shanahan's third year. He finally has the healthy quarterback, finally has his schemes in place, has a great um, coaching staff with now Jets head coach Robert Salah leading that defense and, and the pass rushers that they had at their disposal. And then last year, this injuries took a huge toll on them, whether it was the quarterback position, Nick Bosa early in the season. There was just a lot went wrong for the 49ers, and they only end up winning six games. So I thought maybe there'd be a chance to kind of buy low on the 49ers because I would expect their 2019 performance to be more likely than what happened in 2020 because of injuries. However, as we sit right now on August, was it August 11th, uh, yeah. August 12th, depending on when you're listening to it, uh, exactly a month before uh, the season, the first Sunday of the season, basically. The the 49ers are just a slight division favorite, which is something I probably wouldn't have wanted if I wanted to bet into it, because now the market has kind of caught up to the idea that I think the 49ers will probably have a strong season. Uh, One thing that I think we even talked about early on when we were doing these podcasts, when we were kind of glossing over some NFL stuff, is their schedule is pretty favorable. Uh, Their 17th game is against the Cincinnati Bengals. So every team from the NFC West plays a team from the AFC North, which means the Rams, Seahawks, and Cardinals have to play the Browns, Ravens, and Steelers. And the Bengals are by far at least projected to be the worst team 
in that division. So there's a lot of favorable things going the 49ers way. I think the big question now has to be who's going to play quarterback. Is it going to be Jimmy Garoppolo or is it going to be Trey Lance, who they traded a lot for to go up from 12 to three in this year's draft, especially when they weren't just, they weren't going from 12 to three to get the best quarterback out there. They were getting the third pick based on what the NFL teams thought. So uh, Lance, I know, has looked pretty good in training camp from the reports. Uh, Jimmy G maybe has struggled a bit. So curious to see when Trey Lance takes over uh, for the 49ers because it does seem inevitable. And if you're looking at game, week one, ex- I'd expect the 49ers to start off strong as they're a seven-and-a-half-point road favorite against the Detroit Lions. So maybe that's the time to start Trey Lance right away against a pretty bad defense even though it will be on the road. So we'll have to see what happens with the 49ers. But I think that's the team that I could see um, maybe outperforming their expectations the most. Um, I don't know what you think about – what do you think, Ben? Uh, I know a lot of people like the Seahawks. I'm not a huge Pete Carroll fan and his run-first mentality when you have Russell Wilson. So I, I hardly ever bet on the Seahawks, and it's kind of – kind of uh, bit me a few times the last few years kind of doubting Russell Wilson and this team because they always seem to find a way. Um, And then the Rams with Matthew Stafford uh, should be interesting, even though they uh, don't have much depth in general because they have a lot of money tied into a core of players. And then you lose defensive coordinator Brandon Staley. So I expect that defense to regress quite a bit. Well, the Seahawks, I can't bet on them anymore quite frankly I was doing so well betting them in the first half of the season and then they had their bye week and just everything bad happened I don't I don't know what happened during that bye week and I think people smarter than me and better at journalism than me need to go and talk to the team because it is so stark the difference between their season before the bye week and their season after the bye week I mean Russell Wilson was the clear MVP candidate, top number one before the bye week. And then after everything just went poorly for that team. So I don't know if they're going to carry that bad juju into this season or if they're going to have the same thing where they play really well before the bye week and then just stink it up for the rest of the season. So I'm I'm going to be hesitant on betting the Seahawks in anything this year, but I do really like the Rams. And I, I just, I, I wish that their division odds were over 20 to one um, and in four, two to one, I should two say, one, but yeah. Unfortunately, it is not. Um, they're plus 190. So if they get to, you know, plus 200, plus 210, I would consider hitting them because I really like this Rams team with Matthew Stafford. I mean, Jared Goff, much like I felt like about Mitch Trubisky with the Bears, is they have they both have a coach that is capable of leading a tremendous offense, but they are stuck with this just terrible quarterback that can't really do much and is very limited in the type of plays that he's able to do. Now you get Matt Stafford, who... You know, he's no Aaron Rodgers, obviously, but he's better than Jared Goff. He has a better arm. He has a smarter brain, and he's just a more seasoned quarterback. And and you put him with a team that knows how to play a good offensive scheming like that, and I think you've got a pretty good combination. So I really like – I like their over 10.5. I think they have a pretty decent schedule. They have a pretty tough start to the season, but, you know, that middle of the schedule, they get the Giants and the Lions and Houston, and they play Tennessee at home, and they play Jacksonville at home. I just think that this is a, a team that can get over 10 and a half wins for sure. And I think it's a team that if we see some regression from the 49ers, they can't figure out their quarterback situation. And, you know, this and that goes wrong for them. I really do like the Rams to be able to win this division um, and to get over 10 and a half wins. 
Yeah, I, I hear you with the Stafford stuff and the, the McVay Stafford marriage does seem perfect. Um, not only does Stafford kind of have a new lease on life away from Detroit and with a lot of hope to win and McVay's an offensive mastermind and kind of gets his quarterback that he really wanted. I just really worried about that defense who played very well last year. And now Brandon Staley, the defensive coordinator, went across town or actually yeah. the same building. Now he's the head coach of the Chargers, and this they lost some guys in the secondary. I know they still have Aaron Donald and and uh, Jalen Ramsey. They re-signed Leonard Floyd, but I'm a little bit worried that even though the team might be better than it was last year in terms of at least offense and how quarterbacks so important and the upgrade of Stafford, I'm just not sure if they're going to be able to replicate the same success because I'd expect the defense to take a little bit of a step back this season. Um, you get, you get Matt Stafford, the broiest of, of quarterbacks in SoCal now out of Detroit. He's in his no, element it, with the surfer no, guys. It, it makes sense. It's a cultural fit, I'm sure, even though Stafford went to Georgia. So maybe yeah. the Southeast would have been preferred. But I'm a little bit worried about the about the defense uh, for the Rams this year, just because they could be good. And it's just still going to take a step back to what they were last year. Yeah, and then obviously you have the Cardinals with Cliff Kingsbury, and yeah. I mean they're another one of those teams where you just don't know. You don't know what type of team they're going to be putting out on the field this season, and they're the the least likely to win the division according to Vegas at plus six fifty. Eight is their win total, um, but again, it's like one of those things where you're like, I, I like is Murray going another score? Is he going to be a really good quarterback this season and kind of be like that Russell Wilson light or even Russell Wilson 2.0 type of quarterback that people are hoping he becomes? Is Kingsbury going to become a better coach? I like you just, there's so many question marks around this Cardinals team right now that it's understandable to see them at the least likely to win the NFC West and to have their win total around eight. Yeah, definitely. And I'm interested, though, week one, they're playing the Titans, their three point road underdog. I think, you know, it's kind of easy to say, but we'll learn a lot about Arizona. And uh, they picked up J.J. Watt in the offseason, which I mean, maybe he gets a few more good years, but I don't think it's a, a move that should impact the point spread. I remember when they signed J.J. Watt, they're like Super Bowl odds were cut from like 60 to one to like 40 to one or something. And I was like, that's, that shouldn't be the case for a, just a pass rusher. Um, especially yeah, one past his prime, his age. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really about the offense and if uh, Kyler Murray can stay healthy for 17 games, I know at the end of the year, he was yeah. battling an injury and that kind of prevented them from making the playoffs as the seven seed in the NFC. But as you said, Cliff Kingsbury, Maybe he can be a better coach. I'm not a fan of him. He wasn't very good at Texas Tech. Had a pretty horrible record against teams not named Kansas um, in the Big 12. I hate so, to hear that. You uh, hate to hear that. <laughs> it was like a weird promotion, right? You get fired from your alma mater in college, and then you uh, become the offensive coordinator at USC, and then three weeks later, you get nabbed by an NFL team after not being able to win in the Big 12. So. Um, not a real believer in Arizona, but maybe at eight, uh, over eight in a 17 game season is a way to go. If you do believe in Kyler Murray and think that he can kind of overcome some questionable coaching and another year with DeAndre Hopkins after they didn't have much time to work together last off season. 
Yeah, and they get AJ Green. I mean, this is the thing is, I'm always a little skeptical of teams that somewhat try to recreate old uh, yeah. teams with uh, older players. I mean, if this was 2015 and you said the Cardinals are getting AJ Green and JJ Watt, I, I would be <laughs> right. ecstatic. I mean, this would be a huge Super yeah. Bowl favorite, but it's 2021, so you know, you don't know how AJ Green's going to fit in that offense if he's going to be healthy for for everything or how JJ Watt's going to be doing it. You know, as he gets older, so. Again, you talk about question marks, and I think San Francisco has decent question marks, and they're good question marks. With Arizona, it's kind of like, oh, I like it. this. This doesn't look good. Type of question marks. You know, how good are these older players going to even play? Type of thing. 